everyone, welcome to Integrated Awakenings. It's me, Maria, and today we're dealing with the elemental energy of Earth. And we are going to be very, very, very straightforward with this one. And it's simply going to be what to do if you really lack it and what to do if there is an excess of it. Yeah, so we're doing a bit of a Taoist approach here in terms of we're looking for divine balance, mastery around this element. And we're not going to be like, oh my God, this is like the path. <laughs> you know, this is, this is the one way, right? So let's not go for that. Okay. I do want people to really understand these two things about perceiving the element of earth as an energy. It is really slow. The fact that you can touch it means that its energy frequency took a long enough time to finally morph into something physical, right? So for example, your mental emotional habit of depression lasted for such a long time that it grew into like a dampness slash perennial cough in your body, like a coldness, yeah? Like the pattern kept repeating that it physicalized, right? It densified, so for example, when you're pouring sand into a bucket, do it, do it enough times and the bucket is full. And do it enough times, you compact that sand and it becomes like a rock, right? Do it enough times with enough pressure and force, that thing becomes solid. And something that was as fluid as sand becomes something like a gemstone, right? It's like now it's immovable, right? Because there was already so much force, energy, thoughts, emotion propelled to that direction. Yeah, like think of like fire, air, water, like all those thoughts, emotions, passions, all of that, all of that alchemical energy coursed through one thing, right? So much that it creates something physical, right? So if you look at like Western alchemy stuff, the physical is actually one of the hardest things to transmute slash make because of this density, right? Because it's dense, like literally, like think of that sand compacting. It takes a while. It takes some force, right? So what I'm trying to emphasize here is that one is that patience. Two, you need to be so aligned and so sure of what you're building, why do I say this? Because I think that a lot of people make sandcastles and they build them really near the ocean. I'm like, yo, you're putting so much effort, so much structure, so much foundation with something that's just going to disappear overnight. Yeah, that's what it's like to work with like your ego desires, with like your linear reality use, artificial use, opinions of things like, ah, let me just, let me just, you know, do this, do this thing that will make my sense of self-acceptance higher because I think this is what people want from me or I will be more accepted by the public if I do this, right? <laughs> That's just going to shatter. <laughs> the, the spirit slash source is just going to fuck you up more. <laughs> it's going to shatter those castles, right? And it's going to, your structure your sand structure and i do want to emphasize the sand part because it's like yo sands of time everything crumbles but 
you know, let's respect let's respect the effort that you put in, like the dignity of your soul that's putting in the work, right? How about we locate it a little bit further from the ocean, so much that it's not swallowed by the cosmos? How? Okay. That's why I keep arguing. Y'all should be aligned with your truth slash dharma. Meaning, where is your power from? What is actually healing more aspects of you? What is actually healing more timelines slash souls who are connected to you? What is rectifying a lot of contracts? Because when you're doing that kind of work, a lot of the work that you're doing is not going to be fucked up. Your time, effort, investment is not going to be messed up. It's going to last a long time. And if I'm talking to a businessman, it's going to be like, it's good ROI. (laughs) Good ROI, yeah? So just like any good business investment, I, I need you to be attuned to what is actually worth all of that habit. Yeah? Okay, okay. So I want you to invest the right thing right and then i want you to build good foundation right okay how do you build good foundation now i will be speaking to people who lack earth energy because the decision thing applies to everyone (laughs) the the discernment thing applies to everyone maybe we'll talk about it more when i talk about how to find like your current path thingy yeah but for now let's just Let's just say that in a very general manner. And then for now, I'll show you the manner of earth energy. Yeah? Yeah? So earth energy. So I actually have a lot of experience around trying to explain slash grapple with earth energy. Because early in my awakening, a lot of like my fire energy started igniting, started burning a lot of things. And I needed structure i needed someone to hold i needed something to like ground me and i attracted a lot of mountain energies around me a lot of capricorns a lot of for people who aren't so versed with astrology it just means like something very orderly slash old because capricorn is the lolo slash elder energy so it's very wizened old oak tree energy And it's very much like, okay, you know, hormonal child, (laughs) young youth who has opened and awakened, come down. This is what you're going to do, right? So that's the, that's kind of what you're gunning for when you're like losing your shit in terms of trying to create structure for yourself. Now, I might be saying something very obvious and very like, wow, that's not groundbreaking, but that's the thing. That's the thing. The true, tried and tested, always true things, they don't sound groundbreaking. And that's kind of why people miss it. Yeah, but that's the thing. So for a structure, for a structure, if you're looking for more earth, basically we need to make sure that your sense of security, meaning roof over your head, emotionally you're not going to get fucked over, food is okay. Yeah, like your food, source of food, water, source of money, right? Emotional stability and roof of your head. This is like root chakra stuff. I know that the emotional stuff might be more heart chakra, but 
the question really is, do you feel secure? So when a lot of things are like getting fucked over, right? When a lot of, for example, you went through divorce, you went through like a big argument, just the whole reminding yourself that, okay, I can sleep tonight. Even when I lose my bank account money, I have ways to make money. I have people to go to for emotional stability. So just these loops of security, these systems of security is kind of like what grounds you back. Yeah? So a lot of people, when they get to emotional work, right? In the in a sense, because they want to heal, right? They might delve into like parental lineages, you know, talk therapy and stuff like that. And then some people will say, you know what will solve their problems? Money. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because Maslow's hierarchy of needs is true. And because the earth element is strong. <laughs> Sometimes you need like a really solid foundation before you could do anything else. Yeah. So for example, you're someone looking to transform your life, yet you don't have the monetary means slash responsibility slash sobriety to work on it then bro just find out how to make money don't don't like try to tap spiritual energy slash awakening shit yeah do do things in the right order okay like if you open all of that shit and you don't have like a good grasp of like your physical body slash your physical money yo it's not gonna be fun for you <laughs> So, yeah, okay? Again, roof over your head, meaning place. Food and water, meaning nutrition. Yeah? People who make you feel safe. Yeah, so these are like emotional support. So sometimes this is family. Sometimes it's chosen family. Sometimes it's someone you pay, right? Because some people are like rich with money, but not relationships. That's fine. Yeah, just just get one. (laughs) And then... And then the last one is basically money, meaning resources, right? Just a general, like, I have extra rope when I'm running out of resources. Like, I have, I have enough savings or I have enough backup plans in case things go to shit. Okay, so that's like very primal version of Earth energy. If you noticed, I did talk about... So, if you noticed, I talked about space and time. Uh... One of the things about three-dimensional reality is that we are governed by linear time and, like, predictable space. And because, wow, I'm really sounding like a nerd right now. (laughs) But when something becomes incarnate slash physical, like, for example, a gemstone, it is occupying space and it's kind of behaving itself in linear time. You know, it's not fucking up quantum physics. It's not magically disappearing, right? So... When you're trying to ground or make earthly or make physical something, giving it a time and space is kind of giving it like X, Y coordinates of existing, right? So if you feel like you're a very spacey, high vibe kind of person and you can't like root something, I'm telling you, schedule it. And this is not some self-help shit. This is like some quantum physics shit (laughs) because it is... Get prescribing, instructing, commanding the energies to take on this XY format. Meaning, yes, I understand you're like a like multi-dimensional energy, 
I need you to occupy a two-hour space, right? And it's going to happen bi-weekly, right? Or monthly. So for example, this podcast, I know that I'm talking about like huge, huge concepts and moving a lot of like possible energies if you guys are receptive about it. But it's also like in this very predictable format of being released on Tuesdays, right? And it's generally over like 30 minutes to an hour. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like it's in that time frame. So that space-time command and expectation is like the earthly energy of this podcast, right? And I know that for people who are kind of having a hard time with schedules, need more flexibility, I understand that this could feel very um, restrictive, right? But the thing is, you could actually ask spirit to help you make that. So for example, what is the optimal rhythm what is the optimal time frame? What is the optimal size of the location? What is the optimal length? You could ask stuff like that. So you could actually channel the container. I know that sounds a little bit advanced to some other folks in terms of like, what the hell you're asking spirit to choose when your meeting is and, and what time it is. And I'm like, yes, I do that. <laughs> but the thing is, um, if that feels too difficult, you could simply just commit to a time in a space and then just show up for it and then just build like your lower chakra commitment energies yeah i'm i'm giving you the high intuitive stuff because this is a metaphysical podcast <laughs> so all the all the committing to structure kind of stuff in terms of like oh getting a plan done and then having those like very predictable goals and measurable goals, having smart goals. That's a more like you could you could pick that up. Yeah, if that works for you, you could pick that up. My only advice for that is that just make sure that your measurements for all of those things is self-generated slash self-approved. Because I feel like especially when we're trying to conform to like a group or to an ideal, you know, because, oh my god, they're my idol, I want to think like them. Um, we, we borrow their structures, and that's great, because, you know, sometimes we need a bit of, like, instructions, but I want you to tailor fit that uh, structure for you. It's kind of like having a hotel room versus a house that was tailor fit for your needs yeah so the hotel room kind of works yeah it's efficient it's it's generally what people need in a very cost effective way and that's kind of like what it's like when you have the structure and plans and the utilities of other people right by these engineers these architects these hotel creators but the thing is, when you're going to live in a house, it becomes part of your identity. And the thing is, these structural habits that you're deciding with, that you're going to build your life with, that you're going to constantly keep going around in terms of like, oh, I'm going to eat like this, I'm going to wake up like this, I'm going to do this, right? These are like time, space, Lord, Capricorn energies. If you're going to do that with your life... <laughs> It has to be tailor fit. It has to be more like your house rather than a hotel room. So rather than giving you right now like a blueprint for say a hotel room that might fit your style, I'm going to say that, okay, just get someone else's structure and then modify it to you. 
someone who you idolize slash feel like, oh, they're home kind of vibes like me, right? That kind of works for them and adjust it for you and like where you're at. I know that to some folks, maybe a little, 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 little part of you feels like that's a cop-out answer or instruction. It's like, that's not a system. Why is, why is Maria not giving me a system? <laughs> but um, I know that it sounds a little bit of a cop-out, but a lot of self-awareness slash self-integration is all about authorship, authority, the reason why the Capricorn is the king of their kingdom is because they are the big boss of that field, right? And you can't be the boss of your hotel room, right? You need to be the hotel owner slash the, the person who owns the space, right? Who authors the space, right? You need to create it, kind of like Lego block it. So even if you borrow the bricks, the the invention is yourself. Even if you followed some of the instructions, a little bit of the flourishes is for you and your energetic makeup. Yeah, so I feel like um, a lot of people don't really emphasize the quality of Earth energy's authorship. When they say someone is self-possessed or they look like they own themselves or they feel like they're you know in their bodies right and i really so i really feel like that's such an accurate way to describe it because some people are possessed by other people's ideas or opinions or and it feels like every time they're possessed by something else they're less rooted they're less centered they're less clear there's less mountain energy of owning the thing because you have a lot of like people messing with your thing right that's the thing with the possession slash energy of things it's kind of like cooking in a kitchen right too many cooks will spoil the broth there is a quality in three-dimensional creation that has authorship that has that unique flavor that has this little you know from nomad to staking a space and being like only oh, this is my farm lot right this is this is my land now and i know that i know that there's like a lot to unpack in terms of like philosophy and society with that idea but i'm just saying that if you look at the pentacle suit in the tarot four of pentacles greed ownership mine even inner child rectification has the your mind no one else is supposed to touch you or you're not supposed to uh look for approval or validation from somewhere else this is mine your mind right so that ownership that sovereignty that mm, that almost like holding really clasping of your thing of your shit this is my business, that's your business. See how like <laughs> see how like money coded this is? It's so beautiful. So this is my business, that's your business. That's very earth. Yeah? And the thing is, when you could really delineate that, you can you you can really stake the whole this is what's mine, this is what's not mine. This is the line by which I allow stuff to happen. This is the stuff the line that's like beyond 
my jurisdiction slash power responsibility. If that's really clear to you, then you are really healing your earth aspect. Because the earth aspect is illustrated usually like a square, as a square. Because it is structure, it is delineating the corners. It doesn't, a square is kind of hard to push slash like as a wheel, like it's a very inefficient wheel because it's really rigid in a way. It's really stable. So think of like a tripod, like a triangle, a pyramid, or even like if you add more like a, like imagine like a pentagon and then make it into a sphere, that rolls, man. But a square, that doesn't roll. It's unaffected. When you create buildings, you have square bricks. You have cuboid shapes, right? So this is almost like on a physics level, that delineation of that squarish container. Yeah, I really want you to notice how, how true this is for so many things. When you have that delineation... Yeah, there is this ownership slash suggestion of a thing that is mine and not mine. And I know that a lot of spiritual disciplines try to dissolve this boundary. Yeah, and you're probably going to have a lot of that in all my other episodes. But linear timeline, 3D life, there has to be like an admission of that. Just a healthy admission of like, oh, this is my shit. That's your shit. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not talk about capitalism too much, okay? <laughs> that's that's too big of a <laughs> too big of a horsey to unravel right now. So I'm just saying that healthy ownership. Healthy ownership. Because I feel like a lot of our community's way of expressing love, support, slash wealth is basically increasing and damn it i'm talking about capitalism but basically well basically a lot of the love language of capitalists is basically creating more resources and ownership because they think that that's the only version of love right and that's why a lot of folks who are trying to heal that become allergic to ownership or wealth or resources or earth anything earth anything like stability of a job and shit but the thing is we can't overcorrect the previous collective's priorities. You can't get rid of the earth element. There would be nothing to touch. Yeah? So the thing is, when we we need to be able to value resources regardless if capitalists are, like, traumatizing you. <laughs> yeah, we need to have a healthy relationship to it. That's the only way you're going to be sustainable and integrated and be able to move forward. Anyway... Let's naturally shift and move to the version of you tend to be a very earthly person, meaning you like things being controllable, predictable, you like structure, you you like stuff organized, you like stuff being in a row, Uh, you like money, you like uh, being able to keep things in a keep things like yeah like being able to touch things so and also this is also like decadence like for example you like luxurious stuff right and 
you also like staying at home. Like this is very Taurus energy as well, in terms of oh, I'm comfortable around the things that I am, right? So the the thing with folks like this is that if you get so comfortable in where you are, and you perceive everything on an earthly level, meaning something I can touch, and feel, and buy, and measure, ah. Uh, Anything that is beyond the physical becomes very hard for you to, like, admit or move with. Like, you don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to light your spiritual fire because it's going to burn everything you know, right? And there's just this stubbornness in terms of, I don't want to change. Why? Because I'm a cube. (laughs) I'm a cube. So... I was designed to be unmovable. You know, I'm a mountain. Why? I'm not not designed for flight. Or like, I'm an entangled forest. I don't... It will take a while for me to fly like a bird. Right? So do you... um, Lol, as a fire sign, I have so much empathy for these folks. (laughs) Because I love flight. I love change. I love transfiguration. I love ascension. I love... I love all of those things that they're fucking terrified of. <laughs> and the thing is, I have so much sympathy because the nests they built, the structures, the kingdoms they built are really beautiful. So I understand why you wouldn't want to leave it, slash burn it, slash change it, slash transmute it. I get it. I get it. Um, I feel like my message to folks like these in terms of being scared of change, is that you can take a vacation. Yeah? So, people think that if I do any change, it's like burning my house down. Any sense of control and predictability, I'm going to burn all of it away and it's nothing's going to be there anymore and I'm going to feel so alone, right? And I'm like, bro, what if you just took a vacation? Like a two days or even just a week took a vacation from like your quote-unquote predictable regular life and then you just allow different energies to enter your house and maybe like once a week you change the food that you're eating maybe you invite a few new faces over in your house right so i feel like a lot of um a lot of earth people like earth heavy people are very big on security, big on predictability, such that any change, they know how small changes can lead to large fires, to large drastic changes. Um, so for example, oh, oh my god, my daughter's like dating this guy, and then if this guy turns out to be bad, you know, and it's gonna spiral, you know, there's a big spiral, and they're gonna be like, no, right? So the thing is, there is like a... Desire to protect slash desire for safety, desire for predictability. But the thing is, if you're listening to this, you're probably having quite um, an uncomfortable stasis. Like you feel like life is already asking you to change, is already kind of kicking your butt out of the door. And if you're going to keep complaining, life's just going to bombard slash raid your house. Because you didn't want to go with it willingly. Yeah? So I feel like for folks who are like scared of like changing their kingdom. One, 
you could put the change into a vacation house, like something a little bit farther from yourself. So some people have almost like alter egos, <laughs> almost in terms of, oh, okay, I have like this very BDSM sex freak <laughs> in in writing world, and then in normal world, I'm like something else, right? So there's this. I'm telling you, Lord of Time and Space, right? There's this space where you isolate that fire of change before you could master it, right? And then you master it and then see if you could integrate it with your, like, normal house. Or maybe it just never integrates. Who knows? So my point is that... My point is that you could do vacation house, you could do vacation time, or you could do really small changes in, like... The parts of your house that is quite public. So, for example, your living room, your vis- your visiting room, your your meals, right? You don't need to change your bedroom. Like you're something very intimate, core identity part of you. It's like you could you could welcome these changes, like from the outside in, right? I know that not everybody has the guts to really change from the inside, like core core principle out. Like, really be able to throw everything to the wind. I've seen it a few times. I'm convinced that it is doable. I, I understand. But I'm also not going to be um, super demanding and be like, oh, everybody do it that way. No, not everybody can. <laughs> and there are people who rely on you to, like, run your kingdom slash household the same way. So I understand if people can't throw caution to the wind. So, yeah, so that's my message for folks who have strong earth energies either vacation house that shit or have the more external phasing parts of you welcome newer energies and then allow it to steep its way in yeah yeah like just listen to this if i already stated in the other podcast episodes that some energies can be mastered so for example we are trying to figure out how to master your mind with the air energy. That's the same thing with anything that is causing chaos to your earth. Meaning, construction-wise, water and fire, right? So if you could master those things and masterfully let it enter your kingdom, you wouldn't have so much to worry about. Like, don't doubt your sense of mastery or sense of identity, I love you. I love you. I really love earth energy. I love you. And this is why I'm trying to be really, really super nice with people who have like a big bias to it. Yeah, because I feel like they're always like bullied to change without like a due respect for the work that they do. Yeah, this is this is why the offerings I give to them in terms of like advice in terms of like, okay, how are we going to navigate this? is going to be very quite small slash practical slash masterful. Because I feel like ultimately, we always build from like a deep truth, right? And the thing is, unless it emerges as a deep truth to these earth people that they need to integrate other energies, you cannot make them do stuff. Like, imagine, like, the most Taurus, stubborn person. You can't force them to change slash do shit. <laughs> like, you can't. It's, it's, they are an immovable rock. And that's why, uh, that's why I'm trying to speak in that kind of language. 
to be able to really convert it. And for folks who kind of don't fall into either or in terms of like excess slash uh, deficiency of earth, I hope that this podcast helped you reorient your understanding of what I mean by earth energy. Meaning, yeah, okay, pragmatic, touchable, but also metaphysics-wise, time and space. Yeah, so I hope it helps you really kind of feel for slash understand when people have a tendency to, you know, think business-wise and then you have a friend who has like a more emotional way of dealing with things. So you'll see like people's elemental biases and be kind of chill slash okay with how they function slash you'll have more empathy with where they're coming from. The last episode is going to be on Akasha, space or nothingness because I feel like some people are really tuning into this energy but don't have the references slash people resources to really be able to empathize with this energy element last last ps earth is also really great at food like cooking uh and i feel like if you haven't listened to my podcast about holistic health that's also like a really good earth energy podcast because it gets you the basics down before you do any of the high-flying spiritual stuff yeah so probably look at that too because i talk about doctor diet movement sleep quiet happiness yeah so do check that out and yeah so that's it do like subscribe forward it if you like it if you do wanna you want some help in terms of like structuring any change that's coming into your life or being able to hold slash perceive these energies better in your life do dm me also 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 if you want uh i also noticed this with like earth energies space cleansing space design yeah so for example tauruses are really good at designing interior design stuff so a natural outgrowth of this with spirituality would be how to bless spaces yeah like your bed for like better sleep slash deeper dreams right so if your house feels a little bit new slash your new business is kind of like not stitching with the energy that well that's kind of also like a service i do i know this is a little bit unrelated to what i talked about in the podcast because in the podcast i was talking more about like your independent lives but this is definitely like one of those things where um a, a competent shaman yogi priest could really help stitch the etheric elements with like your physical elements which is your hope house business kingdom yeah like feng shui is all about like cleansing a space right in terms of optimizing a space for your whatever you're doing right so i also do that just in case people don't know and I don't know if I, I probably won't make an episode about this because I do focus on personal transformation more. So yeah, so kind of just mm, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna just just gonna trust that you're gonna find other resources in case that's like a thing that's kind of picked your interest. But till then, ciao.